Bum, 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 bum. It's cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone, more or less. Let me fly far away from here. Fun, 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 in the sun, sun, sun. I want to lie, shipped wrecked and comatose, drinking fresh mango juice. Goldfish shows nibbling at my toes. Fun, 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 fun in the sun, 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 fun, 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 Smakeheads. My name's Jet Shepherd, and I'm Daniela Phillips. Thanks very much for joining us once again for Smakeheads, the Red Dwarf podcast. Uh, today we will be talking about Time Wave, which is episode three of series 12 of red dwarf almost <laughs> what i had to count there you're right daniela i am good i've uh, finally finished my birthday celebrations yeah i've wrapped them up it's, for the it's, year it's been a good six weeks <laughs> six weeks um i think uh, film festivals have, <laughs> haven't lasted as long as this <laughs> um but it's good to see Dan- daniela um yeah so we, <laughs> good to we, see you too, <laughs> so so we live right next to each other now. yes are we going to go home the same way today yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm gonna go home on, on the dlr behind you we cannot talk outside the studio we, we just do not talk. We don't talk um are you gonna go to that co-op um did you know someone was killed outside it on halloween oh yeah i do know because i left i left my house and there was like police tape all, i know all around it and i was like oh god is this for halloween no no fatality died. someone died what happened terrible. So, a car... so a car lost control and then drove into um a woman who was just oh walking past god. um the driver died and the woman was taken to hospital what happened? Is the woman all right? I think she's okay. So it's taking a really dark turn. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because I think I walk past there twice a day, every day. It could yeah. easily have been me. Well, I, I guess so. But thankfully it wasn't. And yeah, because I think I went out maybe about 15 minutes after it happened. Because um, I saw on Twitter, um, people were saying, oh, why is this particular road closed? Um, and yeah, that's why. it was. Yeah crazy and like it, the shop's pretty damaged as well isn't it? it's a big like crack in the wall as well i didn't see that but there's some sort of there's some flowers and things laid out oh is the shop open though yeah big question yeah. okay yeah. okay we can we can go there later okay <laughs> um okay let's get on to the episode and this episode of red dwarf so far is the weakest episode of this series <laughs> It's, I think it's a bad episode. I hated this episode so much. This is the worst Red Dwarf episode I have ever seen. I'm drinking beer to get through this podcast. It's just, I mean, I don't don't want to scare you, but this episode is so badly written. I the jokes not, are so bad. I didn't understand anything in this episode. What? <laughs> well, that's what? A <laughs> yeah, I know that's a common thing, but even more, even less than usual. I mean. Who 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 was that camp Will Ferrell? <laughs> we'll get on to that. We'll get who on was to that. he? We'll get on to who that. Who was he? But just this whole episode in, in general is first thing, we'll talk about this in a second, but the first thing, it's a rip a direct rip-off of a Doctor Who episode, right? I'll take your word from it. Well, well I'll talk about that episode in, in a second. Direct rip-off, and I and I watched it and I was like, hang on, they're not doing yep, yep, they're ripping it off exactly. Secondly, 
they they phoned this one in. The actors oh, didn't even seem really up I for it. I was so disappointed after two really stellar episodes. Yeah. Then we get this rubbish. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. I don't think we've ever said on, on Smegheads that an episode was downright no, terrible. This I, is a terrible episode. I struggled to finish it. It, I wanted to turn it off like every 30 seconds. I'm never going to watch this episode again. <laughs> never. It's bad. It's just everything. It's just, just really, it's just tone deaf. It's, it's awful. Uh, I'd be interested if anyone listening actually enjoyed it. I uh, I mean, if they did, they're lying to themselves <laughs> and they don't like good things. Um, so this episode's called Time Wave. And like the, the title itself made me think before I watched it, I was like, Time Wave, this will be the one I like because it's about we time love, travel. We will love time travel, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I think I remember that I when I suggested what this episode would be, yeah. would be about, um, one of the things I suggested would be um, uh, the Time Wave would send them to a time that they didn't want to go to either in the past or the future. And that's kind of... That does play out here. I can't bit. remember what I said, apart from the fact there was a, te- a, a, a space worm. worm. There was a yeah. space worm. Um, yeah, so this episode is basically about the crew encountering one of the normal things they encounter, a wibbly-wobbly thing in space. Um, Cat calls it that, because Cat's the pilot. Yeah. Um, and they go up to, and they ask Crichton to look it up a bit further, and he, he confirms it is a wibbly-wobbly thing in space. And goes on to say it's a time wave. And what, if I remember correctly, a time wave is, is uh, when it, it's coming at you um it can it bring things from the past um into the present and when it's receding it bring, it takes things from now into the past i have nothing to add to this because i did not understand a word of this episode yeah but it's funny because this didn't really make sense yeah 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 it just felt like a really loose and easy way to do a sci-fi thing you know when you get those tweets on twitter that says type i am and then the next words automatically appear yeah um i feel like that's what they did with the script yeah like just like, yeah <laughs> yeah lister says and then they have to just make the entire episode about what what Google automatically comes, comes up, up with, with yeah, yeah. Some oh some of the jokes in here just so <laughs> so bad and also it's really crude like um uh cat says at one point oh, that'll be flatter than your mum's tits it's not appropriate and it's just like hang on it's this not- isn't one it isn't funny two no. there isn't any kind of multi layers to that it's just crude yeah crude right. for no reason yeah. and that's not really cat. No. Um, anyway, let's go on to it. There's more innuendo than <laughs> blatant titting. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I can kind of see what they're trying to do. They're trying to kind of put the guys, drop them into um, a scenario where they're encountering a group of strange people, which usually brings a lot of comedy. Um, it's brought none. No, it's, the, it's, it's like the black <laughs> hole of comedy. It's the absence of oh. comedy. Okay, anyway. So this episode is 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 basically about this um, particular. Sh- uh, well, actually, let's look go back to the start. They they find a planet that's full of this. I'm really looking forward to you explaining this because yeah, this is going to be I, hard. I, I, I didn't get any. I'll of try this. to do it though. Okay. okay. So they find this planet, which is rich in helium seven or something seven. Uh, that's one of the most uh, valuable gases in the universe. Yeah, and they found it. So well, Rimmer finds Rimmer it. Rimmer claims it. it. Claims it as pl- planet Rimmer. Yeah, um, a little bit similar to Rimmer, Rimmer World. Yeah, but Red Dwarf recycle the their jokes. Yeah. yeah, 
and and minus the comedy um <laughs> Ooh, bad. but they um the rumor says that this the, this gas is worth an absolute fortune they'll be the richest people in the universe um but even a handful of it which um is is worth a fortune as well so rimmer is very keen on keeping this planet theirs and safe because it is their their golden chicken is that the phrase golden, golden goose golden goose you can have a golden chicken as well um so 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 basically these guys um i think it's kind of glossed over a little bit that the fact that they're multi multi billionaires now technically because they have this planet rimmer um Lister isn't too impressed, and I don't know why they let him call it Planet Rimmer. Is that mm. just because they're just not bothered? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's just. It's, <laughs> I mean, just, none of it makes any sense. So you really know, let's just go with that. Sense. Yeah, let's go with that. And then basically, I can't even remember how the ship t- how that ship turns up. <laughs> I don't know. This this crazy ship turns <laughs> turns up, and um, essentially, the sh- what the ship does is it punishes people um, if you criticize. If you criticise yeah. them. Now, there are two episodes of Doctor Who that have already covered this. One in the one quite recently in the first season of of um what's his name? The I new don't guy. watch do- new oh, okay. Doctor Who. I only, I watched old old Doctor Who. <laughs> well old Doctor Who, okay. So um in old Doctor Who, Sylvester McCoy years. Oh, Sylvester Stallone, as I like to call him. <laughs> um, so the seventh Doctor. Uh, there was an episode called The Happiness Patrol. Now, I, I personally haven't done too much research if other people have picked up on this. Okay. But The Happiness Patrol was an episode where um, Ace and the Doctor, and Ace is, is the best Doctor Who assistant. Agreed. They get to this uh, particular planet. And the deal with this planet, it's called Terra Alpha, is that everyone on on the planet is weirdly happy um Ooh, there's happy yeah, music playing all the time you remember and they're like and Ace is like why is everyone so happy this is really weird um and the reason is it's because it's um on pain of death you have to be happy and there's this kind of like police unit that goes around called the happiness patrol that goes around and if you are even remotely sad or if you look sad or say something sad you'll be murdered mm. you'll be killed on behalf of the government um and what what do the happiness patrol wear oh they wear pink pink suits pink costumes um so when i saw in this episode that uh, that the crew of this uh ship wears pink costumes and punish people for being unhappy negative yeah and being negative I was like, this is just a blatant ripoff. Do they think that we've we, we have no concept of Doctor Who? We've never seen Doctor Who before. It's a very and then Doctor Who even copied it themselves more recently. <laughs> so for for them to do this in Red Dwarf is so lazy, absolutely lazy writing. Yeah. It's actually shocking to me that this episode was allowed to go to air. Or maybe maybe Doug Naylor just just thought no one would notice that he's just ripped off. I mean, he's ripped off a lot of things in the past. He's ripped off Blade Runner and, and other things. But this is just like lifted yeah. almost completely. Anyway, when they go onto the ship, they see some real bizarre things. And again, it is quite hard to explain. They see those awful paintings on the wall, mm-hmm. which you're not allowed to criticise. No. The fact that they're they're rubbish, they're like child, child pictures, yep. they're crooked. And then they see this one kind of moving 
video image of a guy playing a flute that was just so unnecessary i checked out at this point i was like what is going on and i was like i was just hoping that would pay off at some point because there's no payoff no and then this guy turns up and he's wearing like a pink kind of frilly camp will ferrell yeah marie antoinette type dress oh my goodness dressed but he's dressed like the happiest patrol as well it's it's crazy it's just it's i mean it's just not funny no I know Red Dwarf is meant to be about sci-fi as well, but that was if, when the sci-fi is just copied from, from another popular it's TV not, show. Even if even if it hadn't been copied, it it's just bad. It's just not funny. Yeah, and, and the ship's called SS Encomium, um, and it's just awful. Just everything that happens on the ship is completely awful. It's just another excuse to get the guys into a situation where they can withdraw things from, from Rimmer again. So they um, because they're criticised and everything and they go for a meal um, Oh yeah, so I want to talk about this. So they go for a meal and what looks like a kind of like a 50s themed diner. Yeah. Which actually this bit is probably the only bit I kind of am interested in because okay they're surrounded by weird looking people and yeah. it's a bit like the cantina scene in star wars they sit down and there's this waitress kind of on roller skates which she's not very good on yeah. roller skates but you're not allowed to criticize her she brings them over some drinks that they didn't ask for and some awful food and obviously they're like what is this crap this is i didn't order this and this is awful and she's like are you criticizing me crit please crit please and the one thing I noticed about this episode is that waitress is beautiful. <laughs> I was like, who's this lady? So because I did say, who is this lady? Let's go straight oh, to IMDb. Oh, my favourite game. And let's play deep dive into a side character on Red Dwarf. Her name is Amrita Acharya. She is hotter than the sun. Okay. Um, she is of Nepalese and Ukrainian okay. heritage. Um, and she's combo. pretty awesome yeah and okay so what you need to do yeah so I, I'm not going to be able to go for my my usual trinity here you can you can go for a heritage you can go for anything you want so name three <laughs> show aim for three shows yeah that she's been on okay what's your first guess recently she started her career in 2010 British TV shows okay 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 I am going to start with EastEnders. She was not Aww. in EastEnders. Second choice? <laughs> I don't know. Go on. Uh, British TV shows. I'm going to go Coronation Street. She was not in Coronation Street. It's a show we've mentioned before. <laughs> you can do it. You can, you can do it. There's two shows that she's done that we've mentioned before. British TV show, come on. Oh, I don't know. BBC. Ah, uh, BBC. Um, An obvious British TV show on BBC. that people from Red Dwarf have been in. You've said it before. Come on, you can do this, Daniel. I can't. My mind's gone blank. It's all the beer. Okay. Um, do you give, give up? Give me a clue. Hospital. Casualty! She's been in Casualty. <laughs> Her first starring role was Neela Sarin in an episode of Casualty. She was also in Doctors. She was in... Oh, Doctors. That's another yeah. favourite of mine. And then she was she was a regular character in Game of Thrones. Um, so obviously she's got quite a, a good stock. Um, she's been in a couple of really good films. She was in Dead Snow 2, Red vs. Dead, which is an incredible film yeah, where zombie Nazis... Uh, yep, people have to fight zombie Nazis. Um, and then she was in Good Karma Hospital. She kind of, she's always a 
doctor and things uh, and then obviously she's in red dwarf um she's great i love her she only gets a small part in this but let's hope there's a spin-off and i would definitely watch that um <laughs> but the other character that we come across is johnny vegas so random i love him so random he, he saves this episode for me because really? i just think he has a lot of but charm. nothing can save this episode for I know, me i know but he has a lot of charm and he plays one of the leads kind of crit police so when when um the lovely waitress she calls the crit police johnny vegas turns up uh and is like well, want to blow into this crit thing like like a breathalyzer crit analyzer or whatever oh my gosh um, flashbacks how awful it is yeah i mean that was pretty bad and he's dressed <laughs> in pink and he's doing his johnny vegas thing but it's, it's quite funny um but yeah so he's headed the police and he's accusing them of criticizing and and cat basically puts his foot in it and uh, calls him an arsehole um so therefore they're sentenced to be what's the word drained Trained of the criticism, so. um, but just just while we're on it, can you yeah. can you think of a few things that Johnny Vegas has been in besides the kind of obvious things? Um, three TV shows, Daniela. That Johnny. What Vegas what are been. the obvious things? Um, so he was an Ideal, which was his own TV show for I ages. He never watched that. No. Okay, but I think you can get it. Three British TV shows. That he's been. In. I'll give you three three chances, just so it's quick. Oh, gosh, I I, just, I don't know. Wasn't he in something with Caroline Ahern? Probably. What's it called? He, I don't. I can't remember the name of it. Okay. About fam, family. The royal family. The royal family. <laughs> was he in that? I think he was. Yeah, it's not down here, but I think I think I remember him being in that. Um. So yeah, if people don't know Johnny Vegas, then um, he was in the PG Tips advert. <laughs> yeah, but he was in um Happiness. He was in uh Bleak House. He was in obviously Ideal. He's been in, uh, it was in Moving On, Krakenori, Moon Boy, Neil Gaiman's Likely Story, Still Open All Hours, and Benny Dorm, currently. Um, oh, yeah, Benny Dorm, yeah. yeah I've never seen it. any of these, though. Simon Greenall's in Benny Dorm now in the new series, and he will be joining uh, the Monkey Tennis crew and myself um, at the Prince Charles Cinema on November 22nd, where we do Knowing Me, Knowing You all, our Christmas special. Um, okay. <laughs> quick plug there <laughs> yeah well it's better than the episode than, than time wave anyway so they go to get the uh their criticism drained out of them and lo and behold when they drain rimmer's uh criticism it's basically like a, a, a it's kind of meant to be like a james bond villain kind of appears the kind of form of his of his criticism and we've done this a million times in terraform we had uh, the kind of personification of Rimmer's worst qualities um, and the personification of his good qualities fighting each other. And now we've got it again. We've got Rimmer's criticism appearing as a physical person in the universe. And it's just like, we've done this, guys. Why do this again? Bring back the waitress. Bring back the oh waitress. My goodness. She needs to come back. Um, <laughs> and I just thought it was silly. And, and, and like in Terraform, how did they kill the beast? They... They oh actually no it's kind of the opposite then instead of saying nice things to him they have to say bad things about the the personification of of Rimmer's criticism so they say well actually you didn't do a really good job where were you when Rimmer was fixing the drive plate that killed five thousand people five thousand plus people because if you were there to to criticize his ability to do it then those people wouldn't have died so by saying that the criticism beast or whatever didn't do a good job it makes him die basically. But it was just stupid. It didn't make Awful. any sense. Really, really, really bad. And I just, I mean, Chris Barry's 
kind of impression of like of a bad guy it was was kind of good kind of a james bond villain well it was, was pretty good i guess but 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 nothing great um and i just think that this episode that kind of like typifies this episode where it's real it's pulling things out of red dwarf's past um instead of coming up with something new this pardon me this feels like a retread of about five different red red dwarf episodes and then stolen liberally from from doctor who yeah i just thought it was awful yeah so it's really hard to come up with anything to to say yeah about this episode but yeah so so what happens next they get thrown into um into a prison um and in that prison they come across a guy who he looks like a real mean dude he's kind of got a shaved head he's in a straight jacket and like johnny vegas is really kind of he doesn't want to deal he doesn't doesn't want to kind of go anywhere near him because he's scared of him and they release him from his his chains um and the crew of red dwarf they're like who can hurt us he can hurt us and it turns out that he was in there because he tutted in in a bank queue or something um which again wasn't wasn't funny and they kind of really stretched that out kind of almost to kind of like painful painful was, to watch yeah and the guy didn't even look like look that menacing he had quite a, like a happy face so didn't didn't kind of really work and the tone was all over the place it it tried to do too much at once and it couldn't settle on on anything this was weak this was really weak um and just the fact that it doesn't give the audience a lot of credit for having watched other Red Dwarf episodes because this is just terraform on top of of the happiness patrol from Doctor Who. It's not good. And I found myself sighing at this episode quite a lot. I found myself falling asleep at this episode. Yeah. It, it's 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 just it's just a bad episode. Um I don't think there's anything more we can say about it, really. No, besides, besides, besides the fact that they kind of convince uh, uh, the Will Ferrell guy. Camp Will Ferrell. Camp Will Ferrell. Uh, that they're going about things the wrong way. And uh, because he kind of noticed how they dealt with the Lister's personification of, of criticism. And he's like, okay, maybe I'm doing things the wrong way. Maybe... I'll relax this law. So he announced the whole ship. Yep, criticism's over. You can criticize because criticism can be good. Um, and because and Johnny Vegas um, has already previously said that criticism's good, and he felt really good by criticizing people's shoes. So like everything seems to be happy, and they get <laughs> they get awarded by the captain, Camp Will Ferrell, uh, one of his pictures, which is one of the pictures we yeah. we saw previously in the ship, and that's presented by the lovely waitress, yeah. who's my favourite actress now, yeah, um, and it's awful, and unfortunately, they criticise this picture, and because he takes it personally, he repeals the repeal and brings back the criticism. Um, which means that they have to scarper off the ship. Like every, every every Red Wolf episode, they need to scarper really, really quickly. Within the next 30 seconds, because yeah. that's when it's wrapping up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's basically how it ends. And it's just like, I know you don't need to always have like a kind of like a code, like in Star Trek, where the battle's done and it gets back to the ship and then it's like Kirk and Spock going, well, that that was great. Spock, now have have you what have you learned about love? And it's like love is the greatest thing of all mankind. We don't have any of that in Red Dwarf. It kind of there's no resolution. It just stops. And do you remember that was criticism of series eleven, where some episodes stuff happens, stuff happens, stuff happens, stops, and you're just like, hang on, where's the resolution? Is this a two parter? No, it just stops. 
And that's one of the massive criticisms of, of New Red Dwarf. I loved Series 11. I really did. It was a real return to form. But the, the major criticism of that series is the episodes just stop. And Series 12 so far, actually the first episode was fine, but the last two, they just stop. There's no resolution. You leave the audience feeling not like they want more. The audience wants something. We just, just, just want a resolution. Yeah. Because this is... It's not great. It just, you're just leaving people hanging when you don't need to. I don't know. I just think they should just make a spin-off with that waitress. Well, you'd be happy. I would be happy. Um, and, and I've added her on Twitter as well, so I'm, I'm <laughs> hoping that she adds me back. Hit me up. This is this could be the start of a blossoming romance. Yeah, that would be dangerous. Um, <laughs> she has you should invite her on as a guest. So I added her... Oh, that'd be great. Watch the chemistry fly. Yeah, and she can wear those roller skates. She can wear that that dress. Those Gosh, roller skates. Do you actually want me to be here, or uh, no? I was going to say, <laughs> can, is that, when are you having your operation on your mouth 20th. again? So see if she's available. <laughs> she can guess stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that was time wave. It doesn't really delve into the whole time wave business. I thought it was going to be a, a real great time travel episode the, the what the, the power and the ex- entertainment you could have had from starbug going back and forth through time or, or red dwarf even going back and forth through time to various different incarnations of the crew would it would have been great i would i would like to see another episode where they go back to when the crew was alive and claire grogan can yeah, be there yeah yeah haven't had one of those in a while mm. and Lister can hang out with his mates um but yeah, this was one of the worst episodes of Red Dwarf I've ever seen. Oh yeah, 100%. Since Series 7. Um, I'll never watch this episode again. No. I don't recommend anyone watch this. If this no. was the first episode that somebody watched... Poor person. They'd be put off for life. It would, it would just be, yeah. I mean, we're here... I mean, we're, we're fans of Red Dwarf and we're here to try and convince people that Red Dwarf is a sustainable TV show. That you can <laughs> this watch does forever. not help our argument. This is bad. <laughs> and things that will get people criticising us for criticising Red Dwarf. But don't forget, you can't criticise in this show because you'll get murdered. And that's how we end our show. <laughs> <laughs> that's <how we> <laughs> Let's wrap show. it up. We da, should da, just da, end da, up da, halfway da. through a sentence. Yeah. Um, a few things I want to touch on upon this. Do you think... <laughs> Do you think, because there wasn't really much content in the show that we can kind <laughs> no, of talk about, no. do you th- do you prefer episodes that kind of um, are more sci-fi than comedy? Do you, or do you prefer, do you, do you like a good laugh? I do. Yeah? I do like a laugh. Um, and this episode just wasn't it. And when, But honestly, when's the last time you watched a Red Dwarf episode yeah. that you kind of just like laughed out loud? The, 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 the first episode of series 12. Just the Hitler stuff. Yeah, everything. <laughs> I love that episode. And as I said on the podcast, it made me laugh out loud quite a few times. I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I guess so. But it feels like um, they have a, they kind of have a set formula for a dwarf and they stick stick by it. And I don't I don't know. I'm I'm worried now. Do you remember like in 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 the first episode, I was so confident that yeah about Red Dwarf and about the future of Red yeah. Dwarf. The second episode was 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 decent. Yeah, I was still I was still at two thumbs up. Now I'm like half a thumb up. I'm worried now. I'm worried because I haven't seen the next episode yet. No. Um. So I'm worried. Is this going to be? Let's see how if they can pull it back. 
Yeah, I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. Um, what did you think of, um, just generally about series 12 so far, what do you think about the kind of the sets and the costumes? Good. They look good. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I'm guessing they're using the same, well, they, they did use the same sets as series 11. And, and because we were there on set, we saw how great those sets were. Yeah. Um, really smart and flashy. Yeah, and I I really like. I mean, I know most of this this was corridors, but I really like the kind of the diner set, and I love it when they get to interact the with waitress, with new people. <laughs> and I love the waitress who was dressed like a kind of a Minnie Mouse type fifties style waitress. Yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> it was nothing for me. There was no takeaway. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's it, the the kind of thing that they're meant to what we're meant to get from this episode is that people should be allowed to dress how they want, be how they want, be who they want to be. Because you notice on the ship, people were dressed crazily. Yeah. Um, they had Mohicans and they were wearing like fluffy things and no one was criticising anyone. And I wonder if we li- ever lived in a society where criticism wasn't allowed, would that be a good thing? No. It wouldn't be, would you? Because what no. if you, you, say you go into Starbucks and they and they get make your coffee wrong? What what could you do? You just have to accept it. I think it I think criticism is healthy. I think there constructive are constructive criticism. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. There are different ways of expressing yeah criticism. Because um, there are a lot of people out there who are just negative for the sake of it. Yeah, you just go yeah. You say especially with, with like things like like. I do creative stuff. What were you going to say? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I do creative stuff. And um, one of my films I showed, to, I showed to someone and they were like, um, okay, and? And so what do you mean, and? It's like, and then what happens? It's like, well, it's a, it's a short. And like, yeah, but like it didn't, like, like admit, I want to see more. It's like, yeah, but that's the point. That's why it's good because you want to see more. It doesn't yeah. leave you hanging like this episode. Which is does. what I said. You, I like, yeah. I loved your short because it made me want to see more. Yeah, it wasn't you, by the way. It was, no, it was no, somebody but, else. Yeah. No, but in a good way it, because yeah. I enjoyed it so much. I was like, I want to see more of it. I didn't say and or thought yeah, it left yeah, me hanging. Exactly. It told the story, but I loved it so much. I wanted to see more. Yeah, exactly. which is that feeling you want to evoke from people. Exactly, it's yeah. true. And like for this episode in, in particular, it it almost not makes me not want to see more Red Dwarf because it's yeah, like I don't I don't want to see that episode ever again. Because if if you look down, I'm, I'm, it's probably very unscientific. The third episode of every series of Red Dwarf is usually really really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you think about it all the way through, mm. and this, this is really disappointing, and I wonder, I wonder why. I'm interested to see next week's episode now, whether we can pull it back or whether. I really hope so. The first two are just lucky. I really hope so. And you know what? I think we should do for next episode. Get drunk. Besides that, <laughs> do you remember what we used to do for the early series of Red Dwarf? We don't talk about that on there. <laughs> <laughs> It's so disgusting. Sorry. How much have you had to drink? Do you remember what we used to do in the early I didn't series? mean it like Oh, okay. That. What did you mean? <laughs> what did you mean? You're so... Dis- You're saying, well, people listen to this, Daniela. <laughs> I don't know what, carry on, what you say. So you used... You have to wear your rimmer shirt again. Okay. Which is here. Which is here yeah. at Post Pop HQ. Yeah. <laughs> Never and been I, washed. And I, yeah, well, you, yeah, you, you only wore it for an hour <laughs> each show. Um, and I have to wear my Lister um, Series G Space t-shirt again. Okay. And I think that will prevent us from being kind of... Negative? Negative, yeah. Okay. 
we'll, and we'll take a photo for you guys yeah i think people will appreciate yeah. it um all right guys that was time wave <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> episode three we're so sorry <laughs> episode three of series 12 um it's a bit of a downer yeah but come on come on let, let's all get together let's all have a beer yeah and you really, <laughs> get out. you're really up for a drink aren't you <laughs> <I know. laughs> what's going on there'll be questions for my mother <laughs> i know all right daniella well i'll see you next week's my kids bye bye